right, let's get this show on the road, good people. Welcome to the Armbar Chronicles. I am your boy, Young Smuff Diggy. What's good, everyone? This is Young Clifton. What's up, y'all? This is Dr. Old Ass Demetrius. Dr. Old Ass Demetrius. And we are... Dr. Old Ass Demetrius. Don't forget it. And we are back once again for episode 14. This is three episodes in a row. We are on a roll right now. You know, just bringing y'all this good wrestling, talking this mad cat shit about this this wrestling. You know, um, not a lot of wrestling to talk about this week. We did have Raw and SmackDown as per usual, but we did have a interview from Enzo Amore or the real one. He did do an interview with Stone Cold. <laughs> did you guys have the the privilege of listening to the real one talk to Stone Cold? Uh, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> not. I just about to say I saw a couple on, on YouTube, but for some reason I just didn't have the time today at work. Productivity actually got in the way of actually me catching that podcast, unfortunately. So yeah, yeah, I feel bad. I missed that, man. But I did, like, <laughs> like Young Cliff said, I did see the link. Yeah, but life, life, shit, man. I'm sure. Did you see it, Young Smart? Not really. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the parts that I did listen to because I did listen to a previous uh, podcast that he did with the store. No, shit. Yeah, the store horseman. I don't know why they're called the store horsemen, but yeah, he did a podcast with them. It was basically the same thing. He talked about, uh, the rape allegations and how he was kind of hurt that, you know, he did all of that making WWE investment, man, all this money and off of a tweet, he got fired. Yeah. (laughs) So it was, it was mainly on the lines of that, um, which is which is still crazy to believe that one tweet can ruin your career. But as I stated last episode, episode thirteen, and you can catch that in our archives because we do have archives, bitches. Archives, hoes. You know it. He is on this rap tip, so we got two videos from the real one and a nine-minute freestyle. On Instagram. Surprisingly, it is better than what I thought it was going to be. And that's that's a compliment coming from you. Exactly. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I'm, like, I'm kind of floored at that statement, Smuff. I thought it was going to be trash. Like the album that we don't even remember. Because Drake's album came out. Which is... Trash. Oh damn! <laughs> but I'm I'm real biased. I don't I don't like singy Drake and I don't like talk over the beat rap Drake. And that's twenty songs. Oh, yeah. That's what I say. Sponsorship is drying up on the vine out here. I know. Now we ain't got Alpha Music. Crap. Alpha Music. <laughs> we gonna be independent forever. <laughs> <laughs> like E40. 
smell me? <laughs> yeah, so that, that was basically... All the words and phrases. <laughs> that was basically Enzo. We haven't heard anything from Big Cass, you know. I guess he's waiting to uh, unload his trashness before he does a podcast or, or some kind of interview about how trash he was. But... See, that's a lot of trash to unload. Were you guys able to listen to Drake's album before we get into Raw? Yeah, I actually did. I actually... That's the whole thing? Yeah. What, 25 songs? Oh, yeah, like I said, it's A-side, B-side. Yeah, the rap side and the... So, so the one side is like for regular trash, and then side B is like for recycling? Damn. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I'm the type of person that actually needs to listen to to the album a couple, at least an album a couple more times before I actually give a final final judgment on it. But what's your first prediction on it? <laughs> I, I, I like where this is going. <laughs> Reg, Reg about to say Drake ain't shit. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. No, there's some heat on there. And I said, I definitely will. There is, so there is some heat, and I will give Drake props on him actually acknowledging Adonis. Not once, but two times on the album, he actually acknowledged him. He flipped it, and really, because Jay Prince allegedly told him not to respond to to Pusha T's joint, I guess that's the only thing that he had to do was just take the narrative and spin it in his own right. So I give him respect, respect on that. But it was. I think Drake's album, more than anything, just runs through the same problem like all double albums. It's hard to keep attention for 25 straight songs, and there is a filler. There's a filler in there, and it's like, yeah, there's a couple of songs I definitely wanna wanna skip over. More so on the R&B side, and then on the rap side. But again, it's 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 pending. It's it's straight. He should have did like Kanye. Kanye smart. Kanye basically gave you a good music compilation album, but in pieces. So you got like three million people listening to Pusha T, three million people listening to Nas, three million people listening to him and uh, whatever the fuck he did and Kid Cudi, and now Tiana Taylor. You basically could have just made one compilation album and had thirty songs and said, "Hey, this is good music." But now nah, you're spreading it out. You could have just spread it out and, you know, you have Trash Week 1, and Trash Week 2, and then Singing Trash, and then Here's My Baby, Trash. Had four weeks worth of trash. Could have worked. What happened to Raw? So we don't have title or Apple Music. Let me nope. see. The, nope. the Spotify have podcasts. Yes, a lot of them, and they give out bags. <laughs> oh man! So we can't, we can't let the Spotify sponsorship down the vine. <laughs> we gotta keep it alive. <laughs> Luckily, I don't think we can offend offend anyone at Spotify though. So right, we, might, we, go. we might be good. Cool. Yet, but uh, <laughs> can't offend anybody yet. I heard, I heard, I didn't hear the whole Drake album yet, but I plan on listening to it. I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a, a few spins, but uh, I heard about maybe three, four songs. But what I heard, 
it's typical Drake. You got some stuff on there, but I know I know how Smut feels about Drake and his singing and some of the majority of his rapping and just him as a person and a father. Uh, he's, not necessarily like Drake, but he's a terrible. Drake is for the club, man. He's a terrible Drake father. Still I mean, Drake's still living too. Like I said, I, I still rock with Drake music, man. I still go back and listen to, to a lot of stuff. Like I said, I, I'm not one of the ones who just hate on Drake because yeah. because it's a cheap thing to do. Like I said, I, I'm always the type of person that you know, if, if it's hot, if it's hot, I'll definitely give it. I said, I'll, I'll give it a listen, and if it's if it's good, I don't care who writes. The nigga song, <laughs> I feel it. You know, I feel it. You know, so and, and, and even though he, even though he is a light skinned dude, man, I still rock with. I still rock with it. <laughs> Goddamn, Rich. Rich said, "Hey, nigga, uh, the nigga, is, the, the color was a, a of a bag, but <laughs> he, he's a like a applesauce, but I still rock with it." <laughs> Wait, what's going on? <laughs> Drake looked like a wicker basket. Said Drake looked like a whole wicker yeah. basket, but I'll still listen to his music. Alright. Man, what happened on Raw? I know we had we're we're finally getting into um Sasha and Bailey. You know. Unless I don't I don't think anybody will really be into this feud unless we do another like Iron Woman match that was they they have to bring back the NXT field to it like an Iron Woman match or Last Woman Standing match, something. It it can't just be. Excuse me, it can't just be a singles match and then no more, because now, like you can, I, I believe they still can. There are no wheels on this thing anymore. They took too long, but I think they can still gain traction. If they play it to the point that is mostly gimmick matches around it, I don't think a, a regular singles match would really help this feud because of the duration that is is taken now. I agree with you on that. Like you said, the, the tread is definitely worn out. But in order to get any traction, I think what's probably going to happen is we're going to. I think this. At least what I hope it is, it's going to have to be an actual feud, like multiple matches. I think Extreme Rules coming up is probably just going to be the first part of the story. And I don't know, especially if you want to have any real, real, you know, investment or interest in it, it doesn't have to, it can't end at SummerSlam if you actually want to, want to do it any justice. Because again, that's like a two month stretch. Again, they have too much history, and again, they've teased it for so much. And like I said, they've this is not the first time they came to blows. I mean, what makes this what makes this you know so unique is the fact that Bailey was the one who was actually the aggressor. She was the one who actually just snapped and and, and took the fight to Sasha this time. That's what makes this opportunity different. So it's like okay, maybe we're actually going to run with the feud instead of you know making up some sort of you know some sort of, you know, half-assed excuse to, you know, keep them apart for another, you know, three, four weeks or another, you know, month and a half. So maybe it'll, maybe it'll pop off, but like you and 
you and me pointed out in the last podcast, we just can't we can't get into it because they've you know false started, false finished it so many times before. So again, this is definitely a wait and see. I definitely am surprised by by young young, young you know young Miss Hugger and, and you know the, the her you know unleashing the beast on on Monday night. But again, I think it might be might be a little bit too late, but we just have to see where it goes. Yeah, have anything else to add? Yeah. Like y'all said, be, I think it'd be better if they do like the Iron Woman. They're gonna have to do that. Um, maybe for SummerSlam or something like that, or uh, best two out of three falls. You know, falls kind of anywhere. Last one was that. They gotta do something like that because a regular match people aren't gonna be interested in. And like we said, like Smuff said, we need Hill Sasha. Like Hill Sasha <laughs> is money. Like I think she's better overall as a heel. She's a natural heel. She needs to be the heel. Bailey as a heel, we haven't seen, and I don't know if I want to see it. Like, I don't I think we're getting Bailey as a heel. I, I just think that was just her, you know, just, just snapping. You know, she just snapped to the point was like, okay, the, all these months, you know, of just of, of just her, you know, getting, getting, you know, screwed by Sasha, you know, in, in whatever shape or form, man. Just her, you know, being fed up. That's what I just personally took it as. So I think we want to get heel Bailey. Like you but, said, uh, I mean, you never know. We might, we might, we might want a heel Bailey and might like her. Cause just think about it, 2013, 14. Whenever Rusev came, what did we think that we would ever, a foreign person, we would ever really want Rusev to be face? No. And now. We need face Rusev. Because every day is Rusev day. But I got a question for y'all for the women. Um, if you had a choice, what would be like, uh, I don't know, Vince McMahon is dead and Triple H has the reign, so he's letting the women uh, be the main event of Mania. What would be the match that you would want to see? Yeah, like with the with the roster now, roster now. and Vince McMahon has no say so because I know because for me, I want right. if I could get the NXT Sasha and Bailey again, That's I, I would want them to main event. But I know Vince McMahon is not going to let a black and a Mexican main event his WrestleMania because fuck that <laughs> because fuck that. What's the reason, Vince? Fuck that. That's the reasoning. Yeah. Uh I would go with Charlotte and Sasha. I would go with Charlotte and Sasha cuz I think they work well together as we've seen. And I think that money together. So I would go with Charlotte and Sasha. Young Cliff. That's a good one. I'm I'm actually going to take a page out of page out of boxing and actually make this a uh, you're going to get Sonya Deville and Ronda Rousey in the main event? That's a nah. terrible event. <laughs> not, not at all. Not at all. Um, 
Not at all, bro. Not at all. I, I say this. I'll say this as I say it when I mean taking a page out of boxing. I mean that boxing has like weak rematches, and they always, you know, they always run back matches when they see that they when they see that you know they were big the first time around. So I'm thinking if they can, because I think they can do the same thing, same thing with these two women. Like, you know, I think they were so good the first time at WrestleMania. I think if they actually, you know, expanded out of, it doesn't have to be a continuous loop, but if they actually expanded out a good trilogy or so of matches, it'll actually, you know, get people excited. Like, okay, okay, they're, they're facing off again, so we might have to see it. I was actually about to run with Charlotte, Charlotte and Oscar, like either part two or part three or whatever. Because I think, you know, like I said, we, we saw just how great they worked together the first WrestleMania, and I think that they're good enough to actually add something, you know, different to each time they face each other. So, mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's why I said I was taking the page out of boxing, you know, and just run with, you know, Charlotte, Oscar, two, three, or whatever. Cool. So, luckily, I said Vince is dead or at least stepped down because he's not letting a foreign person be the main event either. At all. He'll let Bobby Lashley be the main event. Because he's fucking terrible. Speaking of, apparently they got rid of the multi-man match. Yeah, they got that shit out of here. For... What was the... Okay, what are we having instead? Are we getting Roman and Bobby Lashley? Yes. Yes, we are. God <laughs> damn it. Yes, y'all are. Y'all are, y'all are getting that match. <laughs> he must be talking to Smurfing. I don't know who the fuck they think I am. But they got, they got Dr. Old ass and stuff. I'm not watching that shit, man. Shout out to uh, Roman Reigns. Though. Well, Bobby Lashley got to go, man. They need to just, uh, the two biggest black holes of charisma on the roster. Uh, it's like, yeah, let's run with it. In order to face the guy whose shadow has largely been hovering over the rest of the company for the past year and a half. So, right, at right a, before Smart WrestleMania. At Extreme Rules, yep. we got Bobby Lashley yep. versus Roman Reigns yep. for a shot. To face Brock Lesnar. That's correct. So. So far. We have Brock Lesnar. Who we haven't seen since Mania. Possibly. We have. No. No. The greatest Royal Rumble. I'm about to say. For all intents and purposes. You're right. (laughs) So we haven't seen him since the greatest Royal Rumble. Versus either Roman Reigns. Who's had 40 matches with Brock Lesnar. Or Bobby Lashley. Who is not getting a reaction at all. Wow. Yep. Yeah. We need. What a time to be alive. What if. Would we rather see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Or Roman. Or Bobby Lashley and Roman. In a triple threat, would that do it any better? Would that do it any justice? Because we're we're getting one of these. I would rather see the triple threat. You know what's a bad thing about it, though, if you really think about it, I, as 
about just been ragging on this, and yes, y'all, this does sound as bad as it is, <laughs> as bad as it sounds, but I honestly don't think that Lashley and Roman are going, are, are going to wrestle a trash match. That's the that's the ironic thing about it. What well, don't nobody care about the thing, how one the, the thing about it is. I won't know if it's trash or not because I'm not watching it. Either, either way, I'll find out what y'all. Yeah, because no, y'all, this y'all know, this has out. nothing to do with Roman. I'll watch a Roman match. Yeah, Roman is right. Dead. I am not trying to watch Bobby Lashley. No, thank you. Like I'll I'll watch Roman. Roman can give you some kind of some kind of good match here and there. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley, dog. I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm good. they gave him a chance to try to do something with Sammy, and they went with squashing. I'm like, oh, snap. Bobby Lashley might can't hang with these young boys no more. Because normally if a big dude is squashing people, and they're not, like, green, which yeah. Bobby Lashley is not green, Mm-hmm. There's bad. no, there's no reason that it should have been built up like Sammy tried to build it up, and you squash him, unless you just say, "Oh man, I can't, I can't do this with these young boys anymore. I just suplex them and spear them, and not have facial hair, and then go <laughs> yeah, collect my check, get my bag in a mouth with my headband, with oh, me and my sisters." <laughs> That in and of itself is going to keep him out of any sort of relevance in the company for whatever tenure he has. And like I said, I'm not wishing ill on the dude, though, but but whatever he was wishing or hoping to accomplish his, his second time around in the WWE, he can't do it now because of that one trash-ass segment, y'all. No, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I love my black people. I love my yeah. black wrestlers. But Bobby Lashley can go be black over there. Yeah. Like, he can go all the way over there. No doubt. Like I said, I, I, I ain't arguing that. I ain't arguing that at all. I'm, you got to be bad if we are not, like, <laughs> for you. We got a black man potentially in the main event match. And we're like, nah, we Nah, straight. bro. <laughs> and we... And... And there is no bias for any new listeners. We cape for Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> These are facts. Hey, Ahmed, Ahmed Johnson is a hero. So if Ahmed Johnson is a hero and we do not want to see Bobby Lashley, that tells you a lot of something. You got to get his facial hair, Bobby. Got to. You got to get a special hair, Got man. to. You need one sideburn, at least. And when you get that one sideburn, go get some personality as well. That helps. And stop stumbling over your promos, you bitch. <laughs> get a mustache. <laughs> Nigga, stop. Don't even, don't even promo no more. You need to get a manager because you sound, because you sound like damn Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats, my dude. Just know. You still sound the same as that year 2007. I'm sorry, my dude, but no. No. Every time I hear this man open his mouth, y'all, it's like, yep. Like you said, Smuff, go be black over there. Yep. <laughs> I'd no like, like I saw the, black over there. 
I saw the little segment that um, they did or whatever when, um, you know, when the top guys came out to, to wrestle them or whatever. Shout out to the top guys. But, like, every time Bobby Lashley put the mic to his mouth, I muted it. <laughs> like, I do I do not want to hear this. Nothing to hear here. <laughs> it's it's going to be bad. All right. Um, What else we got from Raw? You know? Alicia Fox return. So? Even though it was like five seconds, hugging Bailey backstage and being welcomed by her, but Alicia, yeah. Fo- Alicia Fox was gone? <laughs> exactly. Oh, she hurt, right? From like uh, Roy Rump or some shit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Shout out to Alicia <laughs> Fox. Black, you know? There you go. And Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler wrestled a pretty good match in the main event. You know, I see. I see yeah. Jordan, man. Uh, oh, see. Uh, but, oh, going to that. Thank you, Cliff. Going to that. See, that's a few I would like to see. I would like to see a real few be built upon Seth Rollins and Dolph. Yep. Also, a few built on Drew McIntyre and Roman. Yeah. It's different. It's new. You know, Drew really hasn't had any feud or whatever. He's just been this big, brooding Scottish guy walking around. (laughs) So, if, like... That would be something that I think, you know, the Fairweather fans, some of the hardcore fans may could gravitate to. And if he pulls off, like, decent matches with Drew McIntyre, one that would, um, you know, bring the, bring the smarts over to maybe the Roman side. Like, oh, man, you know, he did something good with Drew, and it'll just be something new altogether. And Dolph... They just overlook Dolph all the time, so it's good to see Dolph in the spotlight in some shape, form, or fashion. They overlook Dolph when his contract isn't up. <laughs> True. That is. And they're going to do it again, and it sucks, because I like Dolph. I still like Dolph. All right, that's actually why I read somewhere that they actually had him win the IC belt you know, a week or so ago because of the fact that allegedly his contract's coming up. And they again, this is a way to placate him and say, hey, look. Yeah. We're not, we haven't forgot about you. They did it with the U.S. title. And you see what happened well, with that? Exactly. Exactly. Nothing happened with that. <laughs> not a thing. But like I said, man, I'm excited about this feud. Like, if they do it the right way, this can last for a while. Like, they can do a, another singles match. They can do a tag team match with Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. They can stretch this out to SummerSlam and beyond like I'm, I'm excited about this feud, simply because we know uh, we know Seth Rollins and Dolph can go. Yeah. That's the only like they're gonna give you a good match. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah. excited about this and seeing where this goes. Hopefully they don't mess it up. Yeah. I mean the only way that you can mess it up is if you keep giving us the singles match every row. Or if they give up on it, like, exactly. like start stop. Yeah, stop. yeah. You can you can start stop or you can give it up because. I think about two years ago, um, it was like, I I swear, just about every Raw or SmackDown, whichever one, we got Sheamus versus Randy Orton. It's like they did it every Raw and they did it every pay-per-view. And I was like, as long as you don't do that, I'm good. (laughs) Like, I ain't got to see it every single week. 
Oh, no doubt. And again, to, to both of y'all's points, like you said, it's, it's really refreshing to see, you know, something, something new and what the possibilities are with it. Because again, you haven't, like you said, we always, we know about what Seth, Seth and Dolph, Dolph can give us. And I, I'll touch back on Seth because I, because I don't want to go too much on a tangent. I just want to get, stay on this one point though, but I'm just excited for just the main point of the fact, like y'all said, it's, it's actually something new. And I think it's something that, like I said, I think it's probably known that I'm, I'm not the biggest Roman Reigns fan, or at least I hate the way that Roman's been booked for the past three years, but this is actually something, you know, if you want to actually, you know, bring in or actually start telling some good stories again, this is a good start. But like I said, because I am really intrigued to see Drew McIntyre and the Roman program, like y'all said, when he's not booked as such, I mean, when he's not booked to, to look, to look, you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell that was. He did with Samoa Joe a couple of months ago, but but, but when you, but when he's booked like that, of course anybody, no matter who it is, you, you can have you know a, a Shawn Michaels, you know Shawn Michaels type worker. But if you have that same match, or at least a book a match that Roman did with Roman did with you know Samoa Joe back at Backlash, it's going to be trash, and you're going to have folks you're going to have folks walking out, you know, midpoint through the match. So. If you can actually book this feud the correct way, because that's the main thing, can or do we trust creative, i.e. Vince, to really do justice to something, you know, that could be new and fresh and can actually, you know, keep people people engaged, you know, because like you said, me, this is the program that can mm. keep going, keep going, you know, through SummerSlam and, and well into, you know, and well into the rest of the year, rest of the year, you I know, don't... with all of the possibilities and pieces you could go. And maybe you can even, you know, bring in a third person whenever Ambrose gets healthy, and you know, you can you, you can even, you know, run run a run a shield reunion that way, and of course have McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, you know, bring up bring up, you know, another face, maybe even Jason Jordan, maybe. No. Maybe really can't. <laughs> no. No. We're not we're not messing with. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not messing. We're not messing with JJ over here. We're not, we're not messing with Angle Son, bro. No, 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 we're not. No, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and and about creative, aka Vince. I don't think Vince has anything to do with anything. Um, just because in my head. I really think Vince is like, what the fuck is a Dolph Ziggler? Still? When the fuck did we get the big Scottish guy? <laughs> we brought him back? What is Diesel doing here? <laughs> that's, that's not Diesel, Vince. What happened to his voice? <laughs> Why is his hair no longer white? <laughs> you use some, some new dye for him? Where's the music? I used to do the honk honk motion. You don't do that anymore. Wear your sunglasses. I, that's not. That's Drew McIntyre. <laughs> you, you don't raise your you don't raise your fists in the air anymore. How, how's everything? How, how's Razor Ramon doing?
I just I just love how we think Vince doesn't know anything about his own company. Shit, the way it's been going, man, I should believe that that train of thought. Vince be at gorilla position every day. <laughs> every day. Like we right we should know Vince is there, but it's like, no, nah, fuck, it's funny to not think Vince knows what the fuck is going on. He knows Roman. He knows exactly. he knows Roman. He knows Brock. I guess he knows Kevin Owens. <laughs> but that's because he headbutted. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, who are all these black guys? That's the new day. <laughs> that, that's Titus O'Neil. D'Lo Brown. Hey, D'Lo Brown. When did you when did you grow your hair out and get skinnier and get darker? Hold my bags. That's Apollo Cruz, Vince. He doesn't. That's not the bellboy. That's not. That's not the bellhop, Vince. That's Apollo Cruz. Please get your bags back. You threw your bags at him, Vince. <laughs> who, who was this black guy that grabbed my? He's been on the roster for a good minute. You know, father of the year? No. I don't care. Just just think about it. Just think about it. Titus O'Neil has been father of the year. All of this stuff. He held Vince back just a little bit. Just a a nudge. The fuck is this black guy touching me? Does he even work here? (laughs) Fire him if he does. He did not say black guy. (laughs) What the fuck was that nigga that grabbed my goddamn if he, Vince really looks like he's about to screw up on another thing about it though. He just pulled him just to let Stephanie Cohen in front of him, and Vince have turned around and, 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 and just and just went full, just went full Rucker Park on Buddy, bro. Uh, he, he went, he went nineteen uh, fifties in South Georgia. If he works here, fire him. But Vince, he's he's real good. And you know, spreading the message of the WWE, just not in the ring. I don't care. He's black. And I don't know who he is. Hear what I said. <laughs> He's black and he touched me. Fire him. <laughs> fire him. Fire him. He's black and he touched He's me. He's black and he touched me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vince, he's like, he's like amazing. He's honestly the. Is that nigger still back there? <laughs> Fire him. He's the greatest person we got in the back as far as personality. Fire him. He touched me. <laughs> what is he doing being black and touching me at the same time simultaneously? And he's not doing it over there. That's the thing, about it. He's not being black over there doing it. But he's right here touching me. Didn't even, didn't even grab my bags. <laughs> Apollo, put those bags down, man. <laughs> Why are you holding Vince's bags, Apollo? <laughs> Apollo? Apollo's still sitting there. Shit, I ain't trying to get fired like Titus. <laughs> Apollo's soft shoe on <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Y'all got me messed up. Tap, tap, <laughs> tap, my nigga. Alright, man. This, this racist rant was... <laughs> 
was brought to you by. Dame Dash checking Lee Daniels for two million smackaroos. How much? Or two million. Like my nigga, dog. I saw the video, right? One, I didn't know that the BET Awards was going on, so yeah, the way no. Lee Daniels was dressed made me think that they were at church. That nigga had a shawl on. What? Lee Daniels looked like a, a real choir director, son. So I thought I, for a second until I saw the comments, I thought Dame Dash really said fuck it and went to Lee Daniels church yeah. and checked that nigga. Like but Dame, we Dame, you know we we're we're giving the certain fuck that. Where's my money? Excuse me. Excuse me, Lord. Fuck that. Where's my money? Reverend was like, Nick, you said two million? Hey, fuck this. Hey, uh, hold on, y'all. Hey, hey, ushers. Don't let this nigga out. Fuck that. Give him his two million right now. Y'all, y'all know I'm playing about two things. The Lord and my money. <laughs> that nigga owes us money, Dane. Let's talk to him. Let's call him right quick. Hold on. Hold on. So the crazy thing is, is like since apparently Lee Daniels owes Dame Dash money, people are bringing Monique in the situation. Did I miss something? Is Mo is it more to Monique than the Netflix? Because I couldn't correlate how Lee Daniels not paying people. So, brings Monique into the situation unless she didn't get paid for precious. It's a it's a real reach how people are bringing Monique into this because apparently during Monique's whole Netflix situation, she brought up Lee Daniels saying that I thought she got blackballed. Yeah, 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 exactly. So talk about all that. I don't know how that correlates to two million of Dane Dash's dollars. But he worried Dane Dash's money. <laughs> hey, man. That's key right there, y'all. I respect, I respect Dane Dash. My nigga Dane Dash said, hey, I know we at this black event celebrating black excellence. Yeah. But nigga, where's my money? <laughs> like, just think about it, though. My nigga, like, it, it is... If you listen to the video, it is stuff going on in the background. Like, there are awards being done, concerts being done, just, just black magic everywhere. Dame Dash is not seeing or hearing any of it. My nigga said, fuck this black shit. Where's my money? My nigga, my nigga, my nigga Lee Daniel said, Dame, let me take down your number. Yo, nigga, about no. We going to the bank to talk to somebody. Nah, no, ain't no. We gonna be there all night. You not leaving my sight. You in that shawl. You in that sweater. Are not leaving my sight until my. I get this two million. Matter of fact, take that bullshit off. It ain't even that cold in this motherfucker. <laughs> give, me, give me that. You know. That's collateral. What are you talking about? Said, now you, now you owe me one point nine million. I took your goddamn sweater, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> now you ain't got my number. Now that I want my Remember money back. Like, new phone, who this? <laughs> new, new shawl, who, who art thou? 
Who is that peeketh in my window? <laughs> so what so what qualms do you have, Brother Dane? I, I do want to uh, applaud Dane Dash, though. For somebody that's owed $2 million, he was very calm. Yep. What? Like he was animated. But I mean, it's Dane. $2 million. Like, I really thought Lee was going to get swung up. Bruh. No, I, he would have. <laughs> like, $2 million, bruh. Like, do you know the frustration I would have? Like, this nigga took $2 million. I was in a, I was in a business with Jay-Z who got 700 of them millions. Yeah. And you taking my little two, and you know I'm out here trying to, trying to rebuild my nigga? Yeah. And the nigga I used to work with got so much, I'll punch shit out you. You better get my goddamn money. Let <laughs> me just, like, and then it's the fact of, that's $2 million, man. Like, and like I said, and the thing is, I, actually, I, I don't know if it's just Lee just acting that damn calm or, or, or he just so cavalier about it. Like you said, the fact that he was like, let me take your number. We can no. talk about this tomorrow. The way he said it, man. This Young Cliff. Fun. Young Cliff. Just think about it, dog. Think about it. What does if he knows that he owes this man two million dollars? What does he have to get buck about? Like, there's no reason for him to be loud. Like, damn, I really do owe this nigga two million dollars, nigga. You can't say you can't say no, I don't, and you better not say, oh well, that shit gone, bitch. You will die. On the spot, I wouldn't even been mad if Dame Dash let the thing sing out. <laughs> if, if the if the chopper was to do a falsetto right there on camera, <laughs> the I was like, oh shit! With, uh, the chopper doing a duet with Diana Ross. <laughs> what? I like that. That was two million dollars. You know, sometimes. Hey, sometimes you gotta hit the floor. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Aretha Franklin gotta sing out the chopper. So Todd Mariah Carey got to hit them high notes. You know? Just, uh, Smuff, you started the Poor Strong movement, right? Yes. As as faithful members as we all are to the Poor Strong movement. Right, right. If a nigga owe me $22, I need my money. Bruh, if I gave you 30 cents when I told you that I was out here struggling, but you really needed the 30 cent for the vending machine, yeah, my nigga. Next week, I'm gonna need my thirty cents. You better have a shaper. What, <laughs> nigga? Where's my money? You better not have. Look, I'm. I'm telling you, you better not have a new water bottle. That water bottle better been used to, you know, put the hot water in the bottle and then freeze it real quick so it can be quote unquote filtered. You know that poor shit. Up on niggas at the gas. Oh, yeah. Oh, you pumping gas in your car? <laughs> what? You got gas money. You have transportation. Uh, okay. Uh, but you don't got my money. Where my $22 at? Yeah, $2 man. Million. And Two nigga, million. And this nigga had a fancy shawl. <laughs> I can't believe the, the audacity for you to be dressed well while you owe me $2 million. Boy, you better be dressed like goddamn Charles Manson out this bitch. Just you better, dirty. You better be dressed like Michael Jordan with the baggy uh, jeans. Jeans better be wide legged as hell. 
like, two million dollars in those wide leg jeans. <laughs> the jeans pant leg better be forty eight in the waist. Just the pant leg though. That's how wide <laughs> they would need to be. Whole retro cover. <laughs> Don't play with me, boy. All your shirts better better have come from the clearance rack of City Trends. You know? Don't play with me. You better not come in here with no type of designer anything owing me two million dollars. You better be having an on time fashion suit on one of these fancy <laughs> Nigga, you better have <laughs> Nigga, you shouldn't be at this concert. Nigga. Why why are you here? Owing me. You're having two. a great time for a nigga that owe me money. <laughs> having a blast. You having a two million dollar good time. <laughs> well, goddamn. Ain't this a bitch? Goddamn. Look at this. Look at this nigga smiling like he don't owe somebody two million dollars. Alright. We gonna go rectify that right now. <laughs> Bro, he probably was dog. He probably was staring at him the whole night and said, "All right, the whole time. here we go. It's rap for you. Where my money?" His own boy was like, "Hey man, I think that's Lee over there. Oh, <laughs> fuck this concert. What that nigga over there doing?" He's oh. <laughs> oh shit, that was a long tangent. I right. <laughs> sorry, y'all. So we serious about this two million dollars? Apparently, more so than I mean. It's serious, man. You know, sometimes sometimes shit take precedence. You know, you got wrestling, owing somebody $2 million, you know. Yeah, just saying. All right, so SmackDown. What happened SmackDown? I'm going to let y'all talk for a quick minute. I'm going to take this break real quick. All right, dog. All right. We got you. So bless the people with the SmackDown breakdown. Somebody about to catch these hands. <laughs> Shout out to Paul Strowman. 
they, Ryan said, I'm here. Uh, the smoke is free. <laughs> Which one of y'all want it? I got. <laughs> I'm throwing out the hands. One of y'all need to catch it. <laughs> who, who, who want the smoke? <laughs> who want these hands? What are we talking about, you guys? So, yeah, so that, that's setting up. And, again, and we highlighted that because, like I said, this shows exactly why, why Miz is so good at what he does. He's, he's slow, slow, but slow burning this particular feud or at the same time actually playing the, playing the, manipulative, the manipulative heel that's actually, you know, manipulating the, the Bludgeon Brothers go after Daniel Bryan and take, and take care, you know, of his dirty work while he, while he chills in the cup. So we have this, so from there, we got to set up the Luke Harper and, and Daniel Bryan main event for, for later on in the night. Oh, they had a match? Yes, they did. Swag. <clears throat> exactly. Wasn't a bad match either, man. Yeah, was pretty good, man. Yes, it was. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. I, I, Luke Harper's great. Bludgeon Brothers' name is terrible, but Luke Harford is great. These are facts. What else? What else? What else? And Oscar's about to whoop Ellsworth's ass. Oh, yeah, yeah I did hear about that. Ellsworth came back. About to get a match with Oscar. Yep. The, com- the comeback kid. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Just. He, he's back in the company making money. Terrible <laughs> getting money. It makes everybody think they could get money. But, like, niggas don't realize... He had no chin. That's yeah. why he's getting money. Looking <laughs> like that. Because the nigga looks weird. He has no teeth. <laughs> this is why he's getting money. <laughs> You're right. But again, like I said, he's definitely going to have to earn it because... I don't need the time stone to go to you know go, go forward in time to tell y'all that there's absolutely no scenario which Ellsworth beats Oscar. Oh no 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 Please. no 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 no! She's gonna beat the shit out of him next week. Bad. Yeah, like I said, there's no scenario. Yeah. <laughs> he comes out. Yeah, like real times too. Like oh yeah. Yeah, he he gonna earn the check next week. Oh yeah. <laughs> she gonna work stiff on his ass yeah, gonna, badly, boy. Real stiff. <laughs> that, nigga, no, no. that nigga might bleed next week. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna get that nigga the hands. Yeah, he don't need the blades. He juicing the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no. But oh yeah, Becky won another match. So she has a two. Did she beat what? Is it Sonya? Was it Sonya? No. Who she beat? Nah, she. Ah, I say it don't matter. Uh, she still won. Exactly. <laughs> Becky, Becky won. Becky won. Got a two match winning streak going. So hopefully, I don't know what that. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen for our future, man. I hope this leads her back to the to some title contentions, but we'll see. Bro, I just I just don't get it. Like, just think about it, cause you got I'm getting the echo. Hold on. Damn, Lee Daniels fault. <laughs> it is because he wanted to hold on to two million dollars like it was all good. Yo, yo, yo! All right. I'm back at it. Yeah, but for Becky and Finn, like, Finn was the first universal champion. I mean, I know he went down with the injury, but he has basically been in obscurity since. Like, he 
He pops yep. his head in main event status here and there. But you already know how the landscape is going. He's not getting the belt anytime soon. It's been points in the past year or two that I forgot Becky Lynch is even on the roster. That shit is befuddling because she was the first women's SmackDown champion. And now I have to remember that she even is wrestling with the company. <laughs> That's sad. It really is. Especially somebody who's legitimately talented and has gotten over. All of the four, four horse women have been booked terribly except Charlotte. <laughs> that, that that speaks volumes. Just keep it funky. Because when Sasha came in, yeah, she was cool, but apparently it's been some backstage stuff, blah, 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 blah. So she's been here and there just, you know, being shit on. That that happens. It is what it is. If you, if you go against the grain sometimes, you know, you got to make punishments. You come out of there smelling like a rose eventually. But with Bailey and Becky, I haven't heard any like backstage type of drama or anything. It's like they just are forgotten. And you don't know like the four horsewomen are one of the reasons that NXT is as popular as it is now. Yep. That's a that's a really good point. Like they've been Besides Charlotte, like you said, they've all been booked very badly. So, who do y'all think's been booked the worst out of the four horsewomen? Becky. Becky over Bailey. That's a good point. That's actually very. I got it between. I can't decide between Bailey and Becky. I got. I got Becky because remember, look. Okay, so Becky won the title two years ago, right? Yeah. What happened after that? Shit. Okay. So you got you got Bailey. At least she has been in big matches and is riding this whole Sasha thing. At least she's getting a little bit of TV time. She she keeps a storyline. I see. Yeah. Like, she keeps yeah. something in the back pocket. Whereas Becky, Becky really hasn't been in a storyline. Yeah. That's a good point. So, for for you to, you know, for, for Bailey, it's like, okay, we can kind of still do what we want to do. You haven't won the title yet. You know, you still, keep it funky, you've only been up here two years. You haven't won the title. We still got time. You know, we may forget about you. Like, okay, but then we still have time. With Becky, nigga, we gave you the belt. You're not bad. You're a good wrestler. Fuck it. Two years of nothing. Like, she's basically the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. There are some times where you forget Dolph Ziggler is a wrestler. Like the nigga just, you just hit him. He's like, oh shit, Dolph. He's, I forgot. He's here. And then he comes back at the random 
gimmick on top of that. <laughs> I forgot about yeah, it. and then you throw then you throw just random not music for the first <laughs> ten seconds, and then music comes in. It's not like Tommaso Ciampa uh, on NXT. Ciampa's walking all the way down the ring with no music. <laughs> like there, there is nothing at all. Nope. At all, <laughs> so you're you're just hearing all of the fans. Let's take a break real quick. Let's discuss <laughs> Tommaso. <laughs> I know we don't really talk about NXT here, but let's discuss Tommaso Ciampa and the greatness of his heel run. I don't know if you guys watch NXT, but this Tommaso Ciampa. Johnny Johnny Wrestling feud is one of the top tier feuds with Tommaso basically being the the focal point of it because we haven't seen heel work like this in some time. We haven't seen heel work like this in the social media age where you're going from I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with your wife. My whole social media is dedicated to fucking with you. Fucking with your wife. I'm doing dastardly shit. All of my memes and my gifts are dedicated to you and your fucking wife. When I come out to the ring, I don't give a fuck. I am coming out here with no music. Fuck everybody. Fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck your auntie. Let's wrestle. We haven't seen. Let's get it. Like he's a like, what's up? What else? What else needs to be discussed? I'm out here. So Johnny Wrestling come out there with with music. Fuck that. No, I don't like any of you guys. And I'm gonna make it known. Like, just think about it in the in the in the mind. If I'm really trying to convey the point of I don't like anything. I don't like nothing. I'm just here to beat up people. I don't want music because if I get music, that means I had to talk to somebody to put my music on. I'm letting y'all niggas know I don't talk to nobody. I pull up to the event. I whoop my ass and I'm out. Yep. And if if, if you have something I want, I eat Alistair Black in the NXT Championship. I'm gonna let you know then that yes, I want that. I'm coming for you, so yeah. you better get ready. Like I said I'm coming to whoop your ass when the time comes. And the and the bad thing about it is, this is Champa's heel run is probably one of the best heel runs of the modern era. But we know one, if he were to go to Raw or SmackDown, it wouldn't translate. Because I really think that that is why they they're having Dolph do the half of it cut, half of it music, because the whole no music thing wouldn't translate onto you know the mainstream, the big the big screen for uh, fifteen thousand people looking at you as opposed to three thousand and all of that and. Fuck, I just lost my point. Tommaso Ciampa is one of the greatest heels of this era. Yep. Just remember yep. that. 
yeah, like I said, I'm definitely glad we, we definitely, you know, had this sidebar spot because it, it's definitely needed to be, it, it needed to be hit on. And we definitely need, you know, give our props on it because, like you said, the main thing, the main point that I got out of it is the fact that he'll work like this you do not see in in the modern era. And not not because of the fact that, you know, heels don't know how to get over it. It's the fact that, you know, when these guys become so good at what they do, fans, you know, eventually will, especially, like, especially, you know, since this is a smart generation and they appreciate, you know, more of the classic stuff, you know, more so, more so, you know, than they did, you know, back when we were coming up. Because, you know, you'll eventually get cheered because you're so good at your job. Yeah. Whether you're a face, whether you're a heel, there's going to be, you know, people, you know, be like, okay, or at least the crowd, you know, will eventually, you know, start, make, start, you know, put you into that gray zone of cleaner. But like you said, well, he's consistently been, been the same character. He's consistently been Tommy Psycho, consistently, you know, just having, you know, these, and I think it's the, it's the small thing that you pointed out, the small ticks. And I just go back to Chris Jericho and what he was saying, you know, the things that he did in order, you know, stay over as a heel. And just Chompa had just taken it to another level with him, man. Mm-hmm. And again, you got to give him respect. He said the, the no music thing, brilliant. His, his dedication, you know, to his dedication, you know, to to the character, his dedication, you know, to becoming dastardly, and you know, and to just stop short of making, you know, folks. Folks, you know, start putting them in a gray area. Mm. They said, hey, he, he sells you. He, he sold on it. He sells you. And I'll even go further and just tell you, I think that Chompa's really been, because of the consistency, consistency, I think he's probably been the greatest heel, heel of, 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 you know, the modern era. That, that, that's not a big man. Mm. Because, because of the fact that, you know, he he's a heel that's supposed to get the reaction that we're supposed to get. And I think it's just yeah. refreshing, you know, seeing heels, and face actually get the appropriate reaction instead of you know having outside outside you know influences influences affecting affecting you know how the booking will go. Tommaso forces or this he has the crowd in the palm of his hand, and mm. you know, any performer or any wrestler that can pull that can still pull that off. Again, you, you have to you have, you have to give props, and you have to you know you have to respect it, and it has to be pointed out. So, because I'm, a, I'm shout, keep shout it. out to Chompa, and just shout out to NXT for reminding, for continuously reminding us of why, of, at least me personally, about why I fell in love with wrestling to begin with. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it funky because I'm one of those people. I know you're not supposed to, or they don't want you to. I'm one of those people who cheer heels, right? But I as a as a I know it was just a part of the match, but as a married man, when Champa took off off Mm -hmm. Johnny's ring, spit on it, threw it out, I was like, "Oh, bro, yep, yep." He got to he got to run me. He has to run me my fade. Yeah, oh yeah. Like he he has done his job. I am Mm -hmm. I am a little I am a little heated right now. Cause I'm just thinking about. It's a little thing. I'm just thinking about not if what if I was in this wrestling match, but what if I was in some kind of predicament where somebody's getting the best of me or whatever, and just says "fuck it, take the ring off," blah blah blah. No, I'm somebody's getting 
Somebody's getting Dame Dash Lee Daniels right there on the spot, son. <laughs> so I was like, no, right there, like that was that was some epic like psychology to the point where me, someone who is like I'm cheering heels all the way. Fuck a face. To the point where I'm like, alright, Chopper, god damn it. I have to boo you on this one, sir. You, you got me. You got me, sir. I have to boo. You win. You did your job. Like that that, that young man that young man is on to something, man. And it just, it just sucks that when he goes to two oh five live, it's not gonna be there anymore. Yeah, yeah, but just, yeah, yeah, just to touch on what you just said, Spot, I definitely don't. I, I'm definitely, and listeners, cheer, cheer who you want, because I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely really on the same level, too. Like I said, that if, if it's a great character, I'm going to cheer you, if, especially if, if I if I enjoy it. But it's just refreshing. I guess to say, it's just good seeing heels act, act like heels. Act like heels, you know, act like heels supposed to be, instead of every single heel. Trying to be, trying to be, you know, rock circa two thousand, man. I guess that's what I was trying to say when I was saying, you know, it's just good seeing, you know, heels get the reactions that you know heels supposed to be getting, and just acting and, and acting as such. I guess that's the main thing, you know. He's he's I mean, he's he's not trying to be cool, like you said, Smuff. He's just out here tr- trying to throw hands, get money, and get this championship, while at the same time hurting Johnny Wrestling and his wife. You always gotta hurt Johnny Wrestling in his wife. Like, nigga, I'm just trying to get belts, man. You know, your wife in the fucking way. What the fuck wrong with her? I appreciate Chopper. But back to SmackDown. That was a ramble. Back to SmackDown. Um, fuck. Whatever happened to SmackDown, I don't care. Team Hell No Team is Hell back. No. Team Hell No reunion. Team Hell No reunion. Do we want this? Is the question. Not really, but. <laughs> like that was quick. Like I was like because I know I missed SmackDown, but I saw it on the on the Twitter or whatever. And I'm like, dog, do it? Do I really want this? You know, I'm I'm happy Daniel Bryan's back. But Kane Kane yeah. needs to be uh mayor in places. Exactly. We put Kane in the Hall of Fame. Let me have my childhood. He's my childhood. Go away. Everybody else is gone. Undertaker has a new hip, so he's a new Undertaker now. But everybody else is gone. You know, Mark Henry retired. It's a wrap. Go away. Go mayor stuff. Don't wrestle anymore. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see it at Extreme Brews. I don't want to see it for the versus the Bludgeon Brothers, who are going to bludgeon stuff. Whatever that means. Me, me and Meat actually made up something, bro. So from now on, whenever we say the Bludgeon Brothers, we got to say it like Vince said it back when he gave us the name. So you got to be like, the Bludgeon Brothers. Whenever <laughs> you say it, bro. No. <laughs> I think, uh... Damn, Scott, I was going to say. Oh, well, I'm old. <laughs> Look, man. So, so right now at Extreme Rules, we have Bobby Lashley versus Roman. And Team Hell No, which we don't even know if we want. We don't want. We don't want? No. Okay. Uh, do we? 
So we don't want Kane anymore. Like we would, we would just want Kane to retire gracefully, give a speech, be gone. Please. Now, so, so, do we still want Undertaker? Because it's not the same person, but it's the same person. Personally, I don't. I wish uh, Taker would have just retired when he lost at Mania. Was that two years ago? Which time? Two years ago. Yeah, I was about to say. But yeah, when he faced Lesnar that time, or two years ago when he like left the gloves in the ring. Yeah, I know, man. Retired. Made me shed a thug tear for no reason just to see the nigga face no, John Cena. No reason. <laughs> he should have just left in. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not. It's kind of. It's cool to see Taker, but it's not like exciting to me. Like, it's like he's just coming back just to come back at this point. But we, I will say we actually may be getting again. I know we probably said this for the past five years, but we may actually be seeing an end of the line because at the next big mega show overseas in Melbourne, Australia, apparently Triple H and Undertaker will be facing each other for the final time per the words of the game. Yeah, that just means that they won't wrestle for another (laughs) time. So basically, this is just like how they did The Rock and Cena once in a lifetime one and once in a lifetime two, but that's fucking twice in a lifetime. They're doing the end of an era match two, which is the end of an era match again. Son bitches. Yeah, like I said, but 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 again, just going back to it, like I said that we childhood needs to be put away gracefully. Because again, going back to childhood when when Toys of Us is calling it a rap, then it's like, yeah, it, it has to be. It has to be. Several other things might, might need to, you know, go go gracefully by, by the wayside. So, like I said, and, and this is from the biggest Undertaker fan that you're ever going to meet. But, like I said, I, it's cool seeing him come back. But, again. And the, wait. And, wait. All right. So. I'm not going to sit on here without tears, but the tears got wasted, man. So I appreciate it. All right. So, as I drink my cheap liquor, I'm getting kind of drunk. I have a question. Why are people sad that Toys R Us closed? Why? Why are people sad that this damn giraffe is in vacation clothes and he's leaving? Whatever this meme is. Giraffe got a shirt on. Giraffe got the Hawaiian shirt on with a goddamn hat. Why and the and the luggage? Why are we mad? Let's just keep it funky. Now niggas is niggas is in their late twenties and early thirties. Oh, I was just about to niggas yeah, I, ain't I been to the Rust in twenty. That's what I'm saying. Five years. Maybe. Niggas ain't stepped foot in Toys R Us in twenty years. Like I said, shoot, folks on this nostalgia kick, man. Like I said, the same reason why, same reason why folks Look. folks cry. <laughs> I'm 30. It's remnants of growing up, man. It's knowing that the stuff that we came up, came up knowing, seeing all, seeing all those commercials, seeing that draft and everything, it's like, well, and fuck that. This is it. Fuck that. Over. 
Nigga, we saw we look, man. Nigga saw gargoyles. Nigga saw pepperan. Nigga saw recess. Ain't get sad over that shit. This shit just went away. Because, because it went away back when we were still kids, though. <laughs> now that we adults, we oh, actually appreciate Toys R Us. Like, look, man. Wait, you could have kept that shit going. You know, you could have kept it going. All we had, all we had to do was just buy it from there. If, if people wanted Toys R Us to still be open, it'd still be open. Exactly. Like, niggas stop going there. So why niggas is being? Like, <laughs> I just don't get why. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. I don't want to grow up. I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Bitch, you should have purchased goods there. That's all you had to do. Go there and buy some toys then. <laughs> yes. Yeah, God it's, damn it. I, I do agree with that. Now, like I said, get off, get off social media and actually, actually get outside and play with toys. Oh, I agree with that. I definitely. Mm. I ain't gonna flex I, I though. I'm with y'all on that one now. Since. Since I got a kid, you know, I was killing Babies R Us. And now, all of a sudden, Babies R Us is no more. I'm pissed the fuck off. Yeah, I was killing it. But when Toys R Us was going out of business, there's no more. Shout out Toys R Us. I did cop a limited edition uh, Undertaker action figure for like $5. Because that bitch was 90% off. Something good came out of this closet. Yeah. But the thing is, though, Toys R Us, I like, don't know what that means. For intensive purposes, the big company actually went out of business a long time ago. It's just that the other stores that were like bought from other independent folks, it's like, again, since it's no longer financially viable, is they're finally just giving up the whole story. So it's been going on for a while. So again, it shouldn't be. This definitely wasn't a blind side. This has been going on for a minute. So. Yeah, I just want to say the Toys R Us uh, by South Carolina Mall has been closed for a long time because niggas used to rob it and or smoke weed up there and or uh, women used to prostitute up there uh, and or that used to be the spot before you went to the club. <laughs> ben not had Toys R Us, nigga. This ain't new. Like, oh shit, y'all still got Toys R Us? Nigga, my, my shit been closed. What y'all doing? Toys R Us was not safe after 6 p.m. <laughs> Niggas used to get robbed. <laughs> I just want a toy. <laughs> Give it up, little nigga. I just, I just came up here for a slip and slide. Run the Transformers. Run the Transformers. <laughs> Run me that Ninja Turtle outfit, little nigga. <laughs> wow, this got dark. <laughs> Hey! This is the greatest show ever. <laughs> oh snap! All right, man. So we talked about Raw, SmackDown. So. For Extreme Rules, they only, am I missing something? Did they only, like, um, announce two matches right now? Or do we have more coming up? I mean, I, mean, I, I know we got more coming up, but is it more announced already? I wouldn't want to say they haven't. But, again, this is off the no, top they, of my head. And, I don't think they announced anything. 
Alright, so Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns, Team Hell No, and fucking Blood and Brothers. Yeah. This ain't looking good, fellas. At all. This ain't all, looking man. good. I mean, we're probably going to get Jeff Hart. I mean, we can speculate, but as far as announcements, that's all I've pretty much heard. I'm sure we're going to get Jeff Hardy and uh, Shinsuke. Shinsuke tomorrow, yeah. Oh, shit. Shinsuke got bit by a dog. Yeah, yeah, that's why he didn't wrestle. Wasn't it police? Was it the police? police yeah. yeah. Now, are we saying did they come out with more information? Because you the, gotta explain that shit. The Black Lives Matter in me <laughs> wants to scream out "Yellow Lives Matter," but it might be some more things to it. But that right now, title. right, right now. Like I said, the Black Lives Matter in me wants to say that that dog is racist. Yeah, man, you gotta explain that shit. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I got bit by a dog. Funny thing. Funny? Funny thing happened to me. I was walking down the street with my pal Emilio, and then a dog bit me. No. Just the other day, <laughs> I was just going. I'm just minding my own business. I was. <laughs> I was walking. I was walking to the mall, and the dog bit me. No, no, dog. Police dog just don't randomly bite a nigga while he walking to the mall. All right. So buying some pants for him and his nigga. Let's speculate, guys. <laughs> what, what happened for Shinsuke? <laughs> To get bit by this dog, fellas. Let's go there. Oh, we, we, we here? Now, we here? <laughs> no, see, I don't, I don't really know Shinsuke as a person. You know, so I really, I, <laughs> I really do not That's know what happened. Like, did I Shinsuke? Go, did I, sh- yeah, go ahead, man. <laughs> go ahead. Sure, Doc. What do you got? So, it, so boom. You the doctor. <laughs> That's how a black man start a story with a lion. So, boom, check it out. I'm walking down the street. I see my man Shinsuke doing his entrance move, how he be uh, yep. coming down the ramp. He saw a dog and tried to play with the dog. <laughs> thought the dog thought shit was sweet. Dog said, nah, nigga, I'm team AJ Styles. <laughs> Bit that nigga in the neck, almost killed him. What you got, young Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best show ever. Oh, it ain't sweet. Wow. Said dog. Said Shinsuke thought this shit was sweet, nigga. That nigga. Oh, this is fun. Oh man. I really got to laugh, fellas. You know, my theory? <laughs> Basically, I'm going with it. All right. So, yeah, this is what happened, right? So, my nigga, my nigga Shinsuke was just chilling, right? All right. Police came through. Said, hey, what's your Japanese people doing? <laughs> Y'all can't be Japanese over here. Shinsuke was like, what do you mean, brother? <laughs> Me speaking no English. 
I'm just chilling, you know, being Japanese with my Japanese brethren. All of a sudden, you know, K9423 wanted some smoke. And he saw the smoke, he saw the smoke vapors from Shinsuke being Japanese in public. Boom. It was a wrap. Like, that's all I can see. Just being Japanese in public. I can see that. I can see that. I got it, dog. I think that's what happened. Like, shit. I believe it, man. What happened, Shin? Just goddamn Japanese is all on me. <laughs> I couldn't. Being Japanese over there, I couldn't. Japanese over here. I couldn't get this Japanese off of me in time. This goddamn Japanese almost killed me. This Japanese playing tricks on me. It's like permanent patty. This Japanese playing tricks on me. I thought I was good. Goddamn Japanese. This is great. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Oh, man. Y'all are witnessing magic. Let me, let me just talk to the people for a minute. The floor is yours. Look. What else can you get? Lee Daniels Dame Dash talk. A review of the Drake album. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, the breakdown. Uh, a breakdown of what we think happened to Shinsuke. All on one episode. Nigga, what a bag. Look, I'm just glad. It's on y'all now, sponsors. I'm just glad that we talked about Bobby Lashley first. Before we talked about being Japanese in public. That could have ended bad. So bad, though. Just let everybody know we're not racially biased at all. Everybody can get this racial smoke. Everybody. <laughs> oh man. This is no this is over here. Yeah, dog, this is this is the best episode ever. This is the best show ever. <laughs> this is there's nothing else. Nope. Nope. I ain't got nothing. We're not even giving y'all these good predictions. Y'all still got gold tonight. So we got predictions. We just got two bad wrestling matches and a nigga who got bit by a puppy. <laughs> y'all like, how bad was the bite that my nigga said, oh shit, I can't kick a nigga in the face no more? As I, as I predicted, <laughs> during my uh, prediction of what happened, the dog damn near killed him. <laughs> Had to be, dog. Had to be. The dog got a hope, as my grandma used to say. Dog got a hope to that uh, neck. <laughs> a hope, a hope, a hope. <laughs> oh, damn near killed him. <laughs> damn near. Damn near. Hey, hey, nigga, you dead? <laughs> Shit, damn near. Hey man, hey, shout out to Shinsuke, man. Hope you make a good recovery so we can get this Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke. I don't know if I really want to see it, but yeah. Eh, it is what it sure. is. Sure. 
I don't know. I don't know. Jeff Hardy ain't Jeff Hardy because he's 40. And his swan time bomb is like, basically, oh. it's, a, it's a front flip onto a person. No? He's landing on niggas. Jeff Hardy is falling. Jeff Hardy. No, Jeff hey. But look, to keep it to keep it funky, he was on the Edge and Christian podcast, and he forewarned everybody on there. He was like, "Look, I'm 40. The Swan Tom bomb in my 20s and 30s hurt me. I'm trying to protect myself, so I am flipping onto you niggas now." He said that in the podcast. Like, bro, I no, it is not a swan time bomb anymore. It is a front flip on top of somebody. He is landing on niggas. Like, this is not a headbutt to the stomach anymore. This no. is a full fledged human being landing like just all body weight onto somebody. Right on the sternum. First, first time I saw that, I was like, God damn. Is that Bruh, okay? Like, I saw it, it was a it was a three on three. I think it was like Seth, Finn, and uh the um Jeff Hardy versus three hills or whatever. So at the end of the match, all three of the faces did their finishings finishers. Jeff was the last one. Jeff did the swan time. No one cheered. Everybody said, oh. <laughs> like, dog, Samoa Joe is hurt. Like, that that might have killed him. That didn't look good at all. Like, when I, when I saw no one cheered, I was like, dog, Jeff Hardy is not out here to protect anybody with the swan time. Like you need to come out of here. You need to come in here with pain medication. Take that bitch right before the swan time. I don't. I don't even think you should call that bitch swan time no more. That shit is a duck. Yeah. That shit is funny though, man. Botchamania at every Paul <laughs> Jones Jeff Hardy match. All right, man. We've been bullshitting for an hour and thirty minutes. Y'all niggas got. Anything else to say before we wrap this thing up like a baby? Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. At least iTunes podcast or like Apple. Yeah, man, Apple. we're on we're on Google Play, like you said, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, probably won't be on title. Nope. <laughs> you know. SoundCloud still. SoundCloud. Always on SoundCloud. You know, all these bags. Um, Dr. Old Ass Demetrius trying to be professional, so he told me to drop the the Gmail, the, the email in here. Yeah, man. So you can catch <laughs> us if you want to send us fan mail for whatever the fuck reason. You can, <laughs> you can send it to us at thearmbarchronicles at gmail.com. That is, I ain't spelling that shit, the Armbar Chronicles. <laughs> dot com gmail dot com you know and you know now until forever always shout out to Stoop yep no doubt let's see you do a shout out now like I said I definitely even though we're 
three three episodes in, man, I definitely want to shout out to your homeboy for the new intro music, man. Like I said, it definitely season season two. <laughs> you know, shout out great, Juice for the season two music. Great start. Definitely shout out him. You can catch him on Twitch if you watch video games for whatever reason. You can catch him on Twitch. I know. That's why I'm trying to shout my man out. Me too. I'll have to check him out. And uh, Juice That Fool. Yep, Juice That Fool on Twitch. You know, check him out. He's playing Siege and all whatever the first person shooters are that niggas play. All right, man. Shout out to Lee Daniels. Shout out to Lee Daniels and the shawl, the lime green shawl, the teal shawl, if you will. Yeah. I guess that's it, man. Y'all niggas hold it down.